0: Hello. Hello, hello. Episode. I think we start five. this
1: way every single time. Yeah. I well, always say it's, hello.
0: It's essentially the start of a phone call. So. I mean, yeah.
1: It's basically what we're doing. So.
0: Um. So episode let's, five, let's hop right week into three. This. It
1: was a. It was a good week of basketball.
0: Yeah. Um. Seemed like things. Things have, are starting to kind of calm down a little bit. Um, you
1: think so? Because, like, I don't know. In well, there's there's that-
0: definitely a few things, you know, some rumblings. There's still the Jimmy Butler problem. There was. Um,
1: I mean, but let's 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 talk a little bit. Um we had an all-time record broken. Who? The
0: Celtics? No, Clay. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I was ta- uh the Celtics actually I'm sorry. I'm always going to be talking Celtics, but they they surpassed their franchise spot, record for uh most threes made so but oh, yeah same,
1: close to the all-time record
0: but same record or well, similar record for clay thompson this week
1: yeah i think it had to do with um well a little bit we talked about last week just the amount of threes teams are shooting i mean it it was bound to be broken eventually well um,
0: so last week we're talking about this crazy game with Steph Curry, where he puts up how many points? 50. Yeah. Puts 50. up 50 in how many minutes? Like three quarters. Three quarters, right? And then Clay Thompson puts up how much? Somewhere around 50, 14 threes. Somewhere uh, around 50 with 26 minutes, I think it was. Absurd.
1: There's one, okay, there's one conclusion that I took away from this week of basketball, and I want your opinion on it.
0: All right, what is it?
1: The Warriors are there is no competition. Like as much as we tried to make Houston a competitor last year and theoretically Boston this year, there is no competition for them. They cannot be stopped. Yeah.
0: I mean it's 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 kind of a shame to try. It's just gonna be a couple of years before anything is fun to watch again. As far as Yeah. Because it's not fun to watch them. I mean, people like there was that stupid thing where the Warriors are You know where they're, like, passing the ball around? And I think LeBron commented on it, and people are like, doesn't this shit just piss you off? And he's like, if this makes you mad, like, you don't like basketball. I'm like, no, man, but it's not fun to just watch one team dominate year after year after year, and then after winning the championship, pick up arguably the best center in the NBA.
1: Yeah, and I think one uh, in relation to what you just said about LeBron, um, J.R. Smith tweeted out among other things that jr smith has been tweeting out lately um i don't know if you follow jr smith
0: but you should he's a great follow <laughs> <laughs> is he really i heard um what did i well he's he's trying to get out of l- cleveland
1: yeah he that um, but, but who he also, isn't nowadays he plays a lot of uh 2k and he likes to talk to people about it on twitter which is like i don't that's that's kind of a bad sign for the Cavaliers franchise because when he's
0: playing more NBA video yeah, games than he like He cares way
1: more about 2K. <laughs> um, but, but that's anyway. kind of
0: uh, that's kind of symbolic of yeah their season. I think
1: what I was uh, what I was saying was there was this video on Twitter of the Warriors, and I think we talked about it last time, but um, where. I think I said last time KD shot a three and it bricked and then it bounced to Steph and he shot a three and it bricked and then it came back to Steph and then he shot another three in like the span of 15 seconds. Yeah, And J- it was kind of the same thing that happened this week. And JR like quoted it and he said like, come on guys, like this isn't like fun. Like <laughs> you guys are just jacking threes because you know you can. It's not.
0: Yeah, it's like they have nothing that to fear. There's nobody that they're like – Oh, like this is a real competitor, and even the competitors, like the people that we think are competition to them, are not even close.
1: Exactly, and it's it's kind of sad to see, but um, I guess there's only so much you can do about it, and um, you have to look at other things in the league that are you know that bring you slight signs of hope. Um, And one
0: of those, what do you think of the signs of hope?
1: Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is my sign of hope in the NBA. Why is that? I mean, after everything he's been through, his putting up 50 points, that was one of the most emotional things I think I've seen. I mean, a it,
0: as a basketball player, it was wonderful. Uh, we're not going to talk about his off-court problems. Um, but Well, I, I don't from, say they're problems. I would just say no, his, I don't,
1: the things he had to go through.
0: I don't think you know what I'm talking about, but... Um, oh, you're talking about the accusations? Yeah, that were very it, clearly um, true.
1: <laughs> I didn't read into that. So yeah, I, I um, really it's pretty. I just grim. know that as I just know that as a basketball player, we'll leave it at basketball
0: um, and say, and as a basketball player, the work he's put in is is incredible, and it's it's undeniable. Yeah, it's wonderful and, to see him have a night like that, and I hope he has yeah. more. I hope he has more.
1: I agree, and I think that. Um, it's little things like that that, you know, remind me as to why I'm watching the NBA this year, um, as opposed to just knowing what the outcome in, is at the end. Yeah, I mean, um,
0: there's got to be stuff that we got, you know, before we get to the playoffs, you know, we got 82 games that we want to watch and we don't want to just sit here and say, oh, well, what's the point if?" The Warriors are going to win it all, so yeah, exactly. stuff like that really helps. Let's get into su- su- uh, some surprises. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, one surprise for me so far, and we were talking about a little earlier, is um, the Washington Wizards 1-7 and record. The 1-7 and Wizards. What is up with that, man? Not a lot of changes in the offseason. They lost uh, Marcin well, they Gortat after... After uh, last season's playoffs, when John Wall said he was too slow, um, yeah, he wasn't I think athletic that's, enough.
1: That's the most interesting thing about this: is they bring in arguably one of the most athletic centers in the NBA. Well, and uh, do you still tr- feel that garbage. way about Dwight Howard? He still got bounce to him. I mean, he can still throw down alley oops and um. What I mean, if if you right, if, you're if you have Dwight, Dwight Howard, yeah. If you have him for a, a winner takes all type game, I think he puts in a lot more than he does when he's just playing at one of his eighty-two, you know, regular season
0: games. So I mean, but he also—oh, Dwight!
1: Don't get me wrong—he was Dwight in the Howard playoffs
0: is... last year, was he not? With the Charlotte Hornets, they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs. No, that was not a
1: fun team. Um, um, no, but what I'm what I'm trying to say is like. Don't get me wrong. Dwight Howard is not a fit player for the NBA right now. However, as, as you know, just skill-wise, he's not... Watch his
0: flow. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Is Dwight Howard... Wa- uh, what I was going to ask you is, you look at Dwight Howard, say, in his Orlando days, he's 100% Dwight Howard, right? Um, what do you think from that, what percent of Dwight Howard do we have left? to the wizards have uh, the, from
1: from the orlando magic days yeah oh god he was just so good back then um those uh, just i just want to touch on that i mean for i don't know who really listens to this podcast if anyone but if you're not an at like i know our mom listens to this <laughs> um hi mom hi mom um but Dwight Howard back in 2008 to 2010 was one of the more intimidating players on a basketball court. It was a scary thing. Can, I mean, when you knew that when you knew that your team was going up against Dwight Howard, you you were scared for your life. Honestly, well, here's
0: the thing: back in those days, it was totally fine to be one of those big, sturdy, sturdy centers where it's like you know, your team's going to be afraid because, you know, they've, they've built themselves as that player, but like nowadays with everybody preaching, you know, long length, run the floor. There's not a lot of dudes with bodies built like that who are playing big minutes.
1: The way I see Dwight Howard going forward is kind of like a, I don't see him as a starter. I see him as a, You know, end of the first quarter, comes off the bench and gives a nice spark plug energy, you know, bounce to his team, but not like a long-term option.
0: So, we're recording this on Sunday. Um, Five o'clock, six o'clock, my time. Eight o'clock, yours. Dwight Howard came back today. Um, Did
1: I thought he came back a couple days ago.
0: I'm pretty sure today was his first. Oh, no, no, no. He came back a couple days ago, so he's in the second game of the season. Um. I, here's the how thing. much? How much do you think he affects the Washington Wizards? Uh, I don't. Going I'm forward? not
1: gonna. I'm not gonna attribute their slow start to Dwight Howard. Um, you can't. I mean, I'm also. Oh, know, you're I'm talking also,
0: about him not being not yeah, playing. I'm not.
1: Yet. I'm not gonna say that he had really any. I don't see him making any real effect on them. There is much more at stake here. They're paying a lot of money to guys who. Clearly don't. I, I, I personally am under the belief that Wall and Beal are done. I don't think that they can.
0: Done, what do you mean?
1: Like, as a partnership. I mean, yes, they can play together, but I just don't think that they really want to play together right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think that they want to continue this Washington Wizards team as it is.
1: They're just Washington's in that we yeah, we talked about it last week with the, the Portland Trailblazers. They're just so entrenched in this cap-heavy team that's not producing. It's kinda of, like Miami's kind of the same way, but we're not one in seven. Um But you just get so entrenched in these players that don't produce the way you'd hope they would. And then you stood out one and seven, and you're all pointing at each other like you're the reason. And then the other guy is like, "Well, you're making the same amount of money that I am, so I can't be the reason."
0: So what do these teams do?
1: Ten million dollars.
0: What do these teams do when they kind of realize that they're not they're not going anywhere? How do you buckle down into your season and try to just do the best you can? What do you like? What do you look forward to as a team? What do you? You know, how do you keep saying, we want to win, we want to win, when it's like you're just not winning?
1: Um, I think it's, it's it has part to do with the coaching staff. Um, you hope that your coach should be able to rally your troops to, you know, perform on a nightly basis. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not, you're not participating, you're going to get shipped away. And hopefully, it's tough to do that. Um, you know, it's a lot easier to do it in 2K than it is <laughs> in real life, but. Um, I mean, theoretically, if I was the general manager of the Wizards, I'd want to just dump all
0: of these guys. Do you think around. anybody is getting shipped on the Washington Wizards this year?
1: I could see they have a couple of good role players. I mean, I don't think they'll because you're talking Kenny, about like
0: a big, a lot of big contracts, right?
1: Yeah, which are always
0: the toughest to ship. Exactly. Um,
1: I don't. I don't. As much as I think they should, I don't see John Wall or Bradley Beal being moved. Dwight's not on a big enough contract. Um I mean who else someone, do they have someone, that's worth think, anything? Okay. If if it's somebody from the Wizards, it's gonna be Otto Porter or Markeith Morris. And Markeith Morris seems like the odd one out. Right, um, but
0: these are two guys you're talking about that whatever you're getting back for them from or from is not gonna be much them? better than what Unless it's you're draft getting. picks.
1: Yeah. And they can't they there's not they're not gonna do anything really with draft picks, unless they continue this one in seven type thing. But I don't see, I see them doing something before it gets too bad.
0: All right. So you don't think that John Waller, Bradley Beal is on the way out, is gone by the end of the year.
1: I think because I think Brad Beal has like one to two years left on the contract. Maybe, maybe one. I don't really know, but there was a quote from T TMAC, uh, Tracy McGrady, who said that, Bradley Beal would look really good in a Lakers uniform.
0: He would, and that's
1: that's something to look forward to. I'm about it. Bradley Beal to the Lakers. Let's get it. Let's get it trending along with the Ron Baker hate.
0: But so um, we're switching over to Lakers talk. I like it. Also, fuck Ron Baker. Uh, <laughs> I would like to point out I was playing 2K today, and my uh, my player swatted the shit out of yeah. You sent Ron me that, Baker's and, I, and
1: I immediately was like, wow, he must have skimmed all the way, skipped all the way I to that game. I don't skip games, dude.
0: I just, I was waiting for it and I was guarding Ron Baker. and... Hey, everyone, it's Ron Baker. Not anymore, buddy. Your <laughs> shot is in the fucking bleachers.
1: Okay, we need to get off Ron Baker because we have nothing to talk about the mix right now. <laughs> all
0: right, but let's talk Lakers. Just, um, let's talk Lakers. Just a few, few things. Um,. Number Lakers one, Tyson
1: fun. Chandler. Like Lakers, but oh, yeah.
0: Tyson Chandler just um, hasn't signed yet, I don't believe. Verbally agreed. To join the Lakers. Does that help? Um, how old is Tyson Chandler right now? 36. 36. 37. Does 36, 37 year old Tyson Chandler make any difference with this? Is he even starting, or is he...
1: No, he's not starting. You don't start him over JaVale McGee? They just... They just... The thing about it, they just need... They're going to run center by committee, if you know what that means. No, I don't. Um, Center by committee means that you don't have one distinguished player who's going to take the majority of the minutes. You do it like a 50-50 or like a 30-30-30 type thing. So say you have like... Like you're the Phoenix Suns, they would be running point guard by committee where they just have like three guys who kind of rotate in and out as opposed to one guy who's running 36 minutes. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they'll run center by committee um, with JaVale and Tyson because their problem, I think, was whenever JaVale would come out of the game and they tried to run Kuzma at the five or Michael Beasley at the five, it just wasn't working. It just was not a good plus minus, um, even visually, just watching the games. You could tell they were struggling. So just having another guy who could come in and give you a couple of minutes at least. Um, I mean, let's look past the size. basketball as yes, the Tyson Chandler is player
0: that Tyson Chandler is.
1: I think how does Tyson he Chandler, help those young guys? He helps them a lot. I watched this four part, uh, not a documentary, but a piece about how it was like a, it was a side by side comparison kind of, of Devin Booker and Tyson Chandler is kind of like the rookie and the vet type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the way that Devin Booker spoke with such admiration towards Tyson Chandler and his ability to help his career move forward um, was excellent. And I think Tyson Chandler is is one of those guys where he shouldn't have been on Phoenix right now in the first place. I mean, yeah, he helps our young guys, but he has a lot more to pro- to provide for a team that's like, you know, almost
0: there. Yeah, he still has a lot to offer. Maybe Tyson not Chandler's in his playing, but he's still a wonderful defender. He's a great,
1: um, I wouldn't say he's wonderful. I mean, he still has his laps. He's a
0: big body who can...
1: He's just... He's there. He's a big body. He will do what as he's asked. I think... I can see him on, like, the Spurs or somebody. Like, but he's obviously on the Lakers. But he does what he's told. He doesn't complain. And that's what he needs. That's what the Lakers need. They need so more...
0: So, who of all the players is going to benefit from this the most for the Lakers?
1: From Tyson Chandler coming in? Yeah. Um... I'd say Kuzma, just because he doesn't have to run any of the five anymore, probably.
0: But I'm um, talking wisdom wise.
1: Oh, that, I think that
0: added veteran,
1: the veteran presence. Yeah, I'd say someone like a Josh Hart would take a lot of, uh, you know, teachings from.
0: It's interesting um, that you've mentioned two guards. You mentioned Devin Booker. Well, I mean, Booker, yeah, because I feel like hear, hear
1: me out, hear me out, because I feel like. Both Ingram and Kuzma are kind of under the mentorship of LeBron, right? Yeah. And Lonzo's kind of under the mentorship of Rondo in a sense. Yeah. So I kind of see Josh Hart being like
0: the, the guy man that not who the odd man, I mean kind
1: of yeah, who needs a mentor, or, or, but he's also just a really smart kid and he just want, loves to learn about the game. Yeah. So I I see even if he had a mentor, he'd still reach out. He's going to be the one reaching
0: out to Tyson Chandler. He
1: really wants to get better. And that's what Tyson, I think, likes to see and wants to help with. So um, they don't share the same position, but it's more of a mentality thing. All
0: right. um, This is going to be a weird transition.
1: Oh, and one other thing. Yeah. Um, He, I mean, as much as JaVale brings a championship experience to their team, I think Tyson was more instrumental on a championship team i think if that's fair to say um you know grinding it out with dallas and i think that's just important you just have to have as much veteran championship experience as you can
0: how much does that getting that ring change just from a veteran to a veteran with a ring how much does that
1: well i think when if you're a team that's you know like, if you're the war- the Warriors and you bring in a veteran with a ring, it doesn't make a difference. But if you're a team like the Lakers, who has a bunch of guys who've never even sniffed the playoffs,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and now you bring in a guy with a ring, it's like, well, obviously they have LeBron and he's done it, but you just want to have as much of that culture around you as you can. The
0: winning culture.
1: The winning culture. The, the, the do-anything, which is what Tyson Chandler brings. He brings a I'll-do-anything-to-win type of culture mentality.
0: No, I, I agree with you. Um, um, anything else about the Lakers? Anything not exciting really. happened this week for them?
1: Um, not really. I haven't Snap watched a losing my,
0: streak. I guess. I
1: I haven't watched my Ball in the Family episode yet. I'm no. excited about it. Probably Still watch a it after. Very this.
0: boring show.
1: Very good show. If anybody <laughs> else who listens to this watches Ball in the Family, please leave us a comment um, on SoundCloud. Let us know.
0: Anyway. Right. Um, uh, well, then I want to transition into one thing. Um, okay. We're talking about big men. Tyson Chandler at one point was, you know, one of the better big men in the game. Um, and NBA at one point. Let's get petty. You want to get petty with me? <laughs> okay, I'll get petty with you. What about? Um, what are you upset about? Not me. Two of the best big men in the game. Carl
1: Anthony Towns.
0: No. Um, it's been going on for a little while now. Joel Embiid? Yeah, Joel Embiid and Andre Drummond.
1: Andre Drummond, I was going to say that.
0: Um,
1: I don't know where you're going with this, but I, I'm i happy and I'm along for the ride.
0: You don't know where I'm going with this? You're not following I mean, on not, Twitter? No, All right, I so don't follow Joel Embiid on Twitter. A few weeks back, um, Joel Embiid and, and Andre Drummond are having a battle during one of their games. Um, and Just
1: for the record, uh, this is Philadelphia Center and Detroit Center. Andre yeah, Drummond two of the best. Big I just men want to make sure that's clear. Yeah, we might have some viewers who aren't too educated, so just want to make sure that's clear.
0: Fair. Um, so they're battling down low, and after the game, um, Embiid I think clearly won the battle, and he was talking about how he said something along the lines of. I think I own a lot of real estate in Andre Drummond's oh head.
1: I hate that saying. I hate it more than anything, honestly.
0: Um, why do you hate it?
1: Well, because they used it a lot. It's, I don't, I'm not anti Boston fans. Like I know you're going to have me watch my words here, but, yep. um, they did it. A, they said it a lot last year. I guess I can be a part of it, but, um, with, Terry Rozier and Eric Bledsoe, and they were like, oh, Terry Rozier is living in Eric Bledsoe's head. And the first time I was like, that's funny. And the other 99 times I was like, this is no longer no longer funny. I remember and that. Then, I
0: liked that little fight.
1: Yeah, when it was fun. But now it's like, yeah, Joel Embiid versus Andre Drummond is not a relevant thing. It's okay, like well, here's the thing. thing.
0: <laughs> so um, Joel Embiid tweets, I own a lot of real estate in Andre Drummond's head. And I'm on my way to build more. Um, I believe they're playing today, actually. Or they did play today. Um, and, you know, he's taunting taunting him on Instagram.
1: No, Philadelphia plays um, Brooklyn today.
0: All right. Well, it was, I don't know when it was. Um, but he's taunting him on Instagram, and he called them a bum.
1: Yeah, I don't... You think that's taking it too far? Yeah, I mean, there's no point to it. I mean, there's... I'm not, like, a huge... I'm a fan of Joel Embiid on the court. I'm I'm not not a a fan fan of
0: how much he just wants to start fights with people.
1: Right? It's, like, it's so extra. It's way over the top. Like, after... When he was going after Rihanna and stuff, I was like, this is funny. Like, he's got a presence, you know? Yeah. He's making his way back into the league. But then he does starts all this stuff with people that he doesn't need to, and it's like...
0: Is Come it, on, man, is you're it already just an all he, nba player. Does he want to be more than... Does he want to cross over into the pop culture world?
1: Oh, he definitely does. He definitely enjoys being in the spotlight. He likes being... Is
0: he going to be on a DJ Khaled song?
1: I don't... No offense to Joel Embiid, but he doesn't have the best English. Um, I,
0: don't, <laughs> I
1: don't think that's going to work out too well.
0: No, it won't. Um, um I guess it wasn't Hassan Whiteside. Has never been on a song, but he hangs out with DJ Khaled. All the <laughs> yeah, time. he's
1: always like yeah. Um, um, speaking of Hassan Whiteside, um, jumping having around, a good season. Right. He's having a good season.
0: How are the um, How are your Miami Heat doing?
1: We're really struggling. We don't cover them a lot. We don't. We should. But we
0: actually know should we, we shouldn't because
1: <laughs> no, they're not doing too hot. Um, we lost to Atlanta last night. Oh man! After after losing to Charlotte like the night before, how'd Trey Young and do?
0: I don't even care about the heat. He's anymore. cooking. Trey Young,
1: Young, shut up. Trey Young is he's cooking. He's um he's catching a lot of eyes, catching a lot of attention. He's averaging somewhere in the high teens of points. Um, that was a terrible way to say that, but high teens <laughs> of points. Of um, but yeah, he's doing well. But back to my Miami. Um, we also lost to Sacramento, which I do want to touch on because Sacramento is a po- a positive. They're winning.
0: They're winning.
1: For the first time since like 2001.
0: I'm sorry, what's their record?
1: Like six and three or something like that.
0: Who who plays for the fucking Sacramento Kings?
1: Um, I couldn't my, na- I
0: can name De'Aaron Fox.
1: The next Steph Curry, um, aka Buddy Healed. Buddy Healed.
0: Those Buddy are the only He's two averaging people twenty I know. points
1: a game, bro. Not nah, n- Nemanja Bielitza. I don't know if you know him. Nope. Kill the game. He's averaging like 13 points. Yeah, there's six and four right now. Who's Second the in big the, guy? Uh, there's a big guy. Willie Colley Stein. Yeah. Um you think of anybody else? They have
0: Scal. Scal Obissier. Oh, I thought you were talking about Brian Scalabrini. I'm like, he didn't come no. back to the NBA <laughs> to play for the they, Sacramento uh, Kings.
1: They've got Zach Randolph? I don't know if you remember.
0: <laughs> yes, I know Zach Randolph, but he's also no, like but 39. I didn't know if he,
1: uh, yeah, I didn't know if you remembered that he was still in the league or not.
0: Um, um I, It's surprising that he is.
1: They've got Amon Shumpert. I don't I don't know if you knew that.
0: I didn't know that. See, these are things I didn't know, but let's get past all these – these guys, and do you th- do you think this um, is actually going to continue? I hope it does. I really love
1: or? Sacramento. I love Sacramento what, a lot. What, they, is this,
0: what do you see in them that's kind of carrying them to these wins?
1: Well, I'm looking at their schedule right now. Um, they lost their first two games to Utah and New Orleans, respectively. They beat Oklahoma City when they were kind of in a slump. Lost to Denver. That makes sense because Denver's killing it beat memphis beat washington beat miami beat orlando beat atlanta five teams all kind of in shambles right now yeah each each game within 10 points um except for they blew out atlanta by like 30 points which is crazy but the thing about it is so like let me just when you're looking at their high points in the game right Mm-hmm. It goes Callistine Stein, Shumpert Bagley Heald Beelitza Stein, Heald Fox and Jackson. So there's a lot of variation. It's not like one guy that's, you know, they're carrying not just relying. The team, they got a lot. Yeah, of- they got they have guys who can they that can do
0: things. It seems um, like and it's something I don't think I've ever said about Sacramento before, but they play like a team.
1: They play like a team. I've never said that about Sacramento either, but I really like it. I've watched about two uh, Sacramento games. They're a lot of fun. I love De'Aaron Fox. I think he's kind of what um, Colin Sexton hopes to
0: be. Um, So we're talking Colin Sexton.
1: You're going to talk about the report?
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, The veterans don't think he knows how to play.
1: It's so dumb.
0: My question is, why are veterans on a team that is going nowhere calling out... Their young point guard,
1: <laughs> and they're also yeah. That's what I'm saying. As if he the is the time, reason
0: that they're losing, not the fact that they have no one else to yeah. go to.
1: And then they're like, the other thing this um, was part of it was like, well, the the same veterans on this team want to be traded, and it's like, how can you have a say in whether or not the right? Why tre- are you talking uh, shit? If, if you're trying to games. get out of there, yeah, he's played nine games and you're not trying to be here, so why does it matter if he's struggling If anything,
0: you should just keep your head down, try to help him develop, and get out of there.
1: Exactly. Um, But yeah, their assist leader, Freya, not Frank Mason, De'Aaron Fox, um, across the board, but they're getting a lot of rebounding from guys. We're we're um, talking Kings,
0: right? You didn't mention that. We're
1: still talking Kings, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I was looking at the list. I didn't really make that clear. (laughs) Um, But I just, I like... I like how they play. I think Dave Yeager is still their coach. Um, I like Dave Yeager. He used to coach in Memphis. I should probably make sure of that before I make that assumption. Um, but, yeah, they look good. Um, I, I don't know if they'll hold keep it up. Yeah, he is the head coach. Um, but I hope that they do, just because Sacramento deserves that. They deserve it.
0: Yeah, I th- I hope that they, you know, it probably won't happen but I hope that they slide into an 8th seed.
1: Yeah. No, it's I, and let, thinking, let me let but... me let me propose something to you. I this is like completely off the dome. Um came up with this right now. All right. Nobody nobody has that. said anything about this but so I saw this report that said or no, it wasn't even a report. Steve Kerr himself said that the Warriors will not have the money to re-sign DeMarcus Cousins next year. He I saw that. Basically, he straight-up said he's not coming back. So,
0: theoretically— But hold and on, Anthony, hold on. You're forgetting wait. the fact that the GM said if he wants to come back, they will try to get him back.
1: Yeah, that's true. However, hear me out. Yeah. Anthony Davis said that he wants them to come back to New Orleans, which I don't think that's a good idea because they didn't do well with him. But theoretically, say that Sacramento— makes the 8th seed without DeMarcus Cousins. And then DeMarcus Cousins, you know, he's hit free agency. What if he went back to Sacramento?
0: Okay, I'll throw another one at you. Okay. DeMarcus Cousins goes back to Sacramento, and Anthony Davis follows.
1: Oh my god, they both go to Sacramento?
0: (laughs) Then you got a starting lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Fox, Buddy Buddy Heald, Heald,
1: Bogdan Bogdanovich.
0: Bogdanovich. Anthony say Davis. The say the full name. Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> okay, there we go. Crazy. Um, Anthony, Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins.
1: And then Willie Collier Stein off the bench, or maybe he gets traded. I don't really know. Probably don't need him at that point, but um, think about that. I mean, Sacramento is not necessarily a small Nearly market.
0: impossible. <laughs> Nearly
1: impossible. But if you get one commitment... Sacramento seems like a fun team. Like I would,
0: they seem fun. I I mean, Sacramento. You think about it; it's it's not. It's in California, close to LA. I'm
1: also a big fan of the.
0: the,
1: I'm a big fan of the purple and black uniforms.
0: Yeah, no, I like them. Those are so clean.
1: Um, like especially like the base black ones. But beside the point. Um, (laughs) yeah, that that was just a hypothetical. Um, I think it would be cool if it happened. I just came up with that right now, though. Anyway. Um, let's move on. Do you have anything in particular? Cause I brought up that last point.
0: Yeah. Um, let's talk about, so I saw a report today. Um, you've okay. written down here. Nuggets have had their best start. The Denver Nuggets have had their best start since 1976. My Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Um. Hometown right here. So. Not really hometown, but. As a Celtics fan. Okay. It has just been horrible to watch Gismol. the rapid decline of Isaiah Thomas over the last few years. Oh, I did not know where you were going with this, but,
1: oh, why?
0: I haven't even seen... It has I been haven't... so sad, but this is what I wanted to mention. What the fuck's He's his going name? He's going back to Sacramento. Adrian but close. Adrian the the... End-all, be-all of NBA news. Like, God. um, NBA. Tweeted out today that the Nuggets expect Isaiah Thomas back in December.
1: Is he not? Oh, he's not playing? He has not played. Oh, that's probably why I had not seen him yet. Um, (sighs) Can I put a little little piece into this? Go ahead. So, I I think I told you about this, but I went down, because I live out here in Colorado, um I went down the Nuggets had this little fan meet and greet thing at a at a local high school down here in Denver and of course I went because basketball analyst that I am um enthusiast is probably the better word but
0: um, <laughs> No I mean we do do this podcast but you're not quite an analyst quite yet.
1: Well I yeah um I have a I have a Jamal Murray jersey from the one time I went to a Nuggets game there and I go. tried to get Isaiah Thomas to sign it and he was very reluctant to try to sign to want to sign this Jamal Murray jersey um, but he well, did I anyway get that just, why,
0: why well, are, are no, you trying no, to get no, him no. to sign someone no. else's jersey
1: because i'm not going to go buy an Isaiah Thomas jersey just to get him to sign it at this meet and greet i don't have that kind of money you have to expect that from people okay however when i after he signed the jersey i was like i like looked at him cuz he was literally a foot away from me and i just kind of noticed that like You know, remember when he was in Boston and like he was just such a fan figure and fan favorite and stuff. Um, Yeah. He just didn't really seem happy. He didn't seem like his old Isaiah Thomas. He didn't seem cheery to be there. Um, Well, granted, it was a Saturday at a local high school, but um, (laughs) I I wouldn't want to be there either. But he just I don't know. I don't get the vibe. He's just getting a read off him. Yeah, I just kind of, it was like one of those instantaneous things that I was like, like the light bulb lit, and I was like, he's not really happy here. He doesn't okay. really want to be here. Well, again. He just seems mentally exhausted. Has not don't played that's... a game. I know. He but but probably, I think just...
0: This is my thought. He probably is mentally exhausted from the fact that he went from an MVP candidate to, in two years, being a laughing stock.
1: I mean yeah, when you make an assumption like like I'm going to get paid and then you don't get paid, that's what'll happen to you and it's sad, but but this he is never what I want to ask you
0: is as the Denver Nuggets continue with, you know, seeming to Killing be it. a good team,
1: best team in the NBA right now. Um don't quote,
0: don't quote me on that. What are the chances? Well, it's recorded, so <laughs> um what are the chances that Isaiah Thomas can become himself again.
1: If Derrick Rose could become himself again, anything is possible. Um, But realistically, I don't think Denver is the place to do it. Um, Where
0: is the place for Isaiah Thomas to come back?
1: Okay, Sacramento. He's going back with DeMarcus Cousins. He'll play the shooting guard with De'Aaron Fox. Push Buddy Heel to the three. But um no, I think he just he just needs an offense where it's revolved around him. He just needs So this peg, Which sucks this because pegs, it's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah, this this pegs another question. Was that season just a fluke? Based the fluke, on the fact no. that that not not his scoring, but the fact that he was really the only major threat.
1: Yeah, I mean. As Celtics. much as I love Jay Crowder and Avery Bradley. Looking back on it, once those players left that system, it was like <laughs> Jay Crowder fizzled in Cleveland, and he's playing pretty and, well for Utah. He's, he's a solid defensive four. I'll give you that. Um, I like Jay
0: Crowder. I've always liked.
1: Him. I I've always like Jay Crowder. This is a hot take. Has the best on court style of any player in the NBA right now. Oh yeah, he's fire. um But beside the point. Um, Avery Bradley, you know, he he's obviously left, didn't do much in Detroit, um, isn't doing very much in Los Angeles, so it's kind of like, it, I, it, it really just was that system. Brad Stevens deserves all the credit in the world for making three guys who, on their own, aren't in particularly anything special, into MVP, MIP, and Defensive Player of the
0: Year candidates. So... Back to the question: um, Does Isaiah Thomas answer. have a ch- well? Does he have a chance with any other team of getting back to twenty plus points per game? And if he does, is it only going to be on a losing team where he's just jacking up all the shots?
1: No, because Boston won. I think it's just few and far between teams that need a point guard right now. And a, th- a team like Phoenix would be a good choice because he could go back to where he... Kind of, I mean, he doesn't like Phoenix because that whole three-guard thing. He Didn't he say some like pretty nasty things about Phoenix?
0: I don't know, I mean, He talks
1: a lot of shit. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, but I think th- a place like that where they just need a point guard, they just need somebody um, with his skill level. But it's unfortunate because he was in the perfect position and there's not that many places like... Like Boston anymore.
0: It's sad, man. It really it hurts me because he he put on so much for that team. And all I want is just for him to just have a nice career. I want him I want him and Derek Rose to have the same thing. I want them to average sixteen to eighteen points per game and just contribute to a winning team.
1: Yeah, and I hope they both get a ring at some point. Um but I think For any of you out there who are listening to this who did not get a chance to read um, Isaiah Thomas's Players' Tribune article, um, it's one of the most well-written articles from any professional athlete I think I've ever – it really tugs at your heartstrings. So um, if you want to get a good sense of who Isaiah Thomas really is outside of being a dick, um, (laughs) go read that article. It, uh, it 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 does it does justice to when he was like a guy. Um, but let's let's move on to another player who's similar to Isaiah Thomas. I don't know if it has as much to do with the system or the style of player. But do you know where I'm going with this? I have no idea. Kemba Walker
0: what doing about great Kim? this is season. He really, I have not he paid attention to Kemba at all.
1: Second. Second in points per game behind Steph Curry. who's Wow, averaging, 28
0: points per game.
1: Right? He's doing so well. He started out the season with like a 40-point game the first but night against the thing. Bucks. But here's the thing. The
0: last three games, I'm seeing right around 20 points per game.
1: Okay, well, that'll happen. Um, I don't know if it's going to hold that he averages 30 points a game. But as of right now, um, besides Steph Curry, you know, because he's a cheat code, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kemba Walker is, you know, he just he gets no love. You know, he barely made the all- Did he make the All-Star team last year? I I don't know. I don't think I th- he did. I would hope so. I I don't remember, but he was on that cusp and that's the point of this argument that he gets no love and when is my boy Kemba like, what is it going to take? Is it because he's in Charlotte? I, it's I mean, just, I'm yeah,
0: he's played his entire career for a very just middle-of-the-pack team that is not a big market and that nobody really is looking to watch very much. Um, but you look at his career. He's averaged roughly 20 points per game, you know, four assists, somewhere around the same rebounds. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean he's put up well, a let wonderful me ask career. What?
1: Let me ask you. Something. If you're Kemba Walker, are you at this point? Are you upset with the Hornets franchise? Because since I'm looking at this right now, since they drafted Kemba, uh, this is not a good. This is not a good list. They drafted Shea Gilgis Alexander, the LA Clippers point guard, traded him to LA um frank jackson if you don't i know who frank jackson is i doubt you do um, i do not he, yep he, plays, he used to play for duke malik monk who as much as he's doing well this year has kind of struggled in his career malachi richardson
0: struggled in his career i thought he he's like two years in
1: he is two years but he struggled last year is what i was trying to say okay um malachi richardson juan pablo Vallalt, who never played in the nba um, Frank Kaminsky. Are these draft
0: picks? You're saying these
1: are these are who they've drafted. Yes. Okay. Uh, Dwight Powell, Shabazz Napier, Cody Zeller, Noah Vonleh, uh, Jeffrey Taylor, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, um, and then Tobias Harris, who they subsequently traded to Milwaukee. So, if I'm Kemba Walker, I'm looking at this like, yeah, they nailed it with me, but. Since then, not too well. Not too well. They, I think you remember this out of anyone, but Danny Ainge almost traded four first-round picks to Charlotte for Frank Kaminsky.
0: Did he really? You I don't remember this? Didn't remember that, but the wow. Charlotte
1: Hornets, The Charlotte Hornets turned down four first-round picks for the number nine pick in that draft, well, then, which they used. Yes. I, because I think they wanted Justice Winslow. Who I which, would be
0: very mad if I was... If I was Kemba Walker, I don't know. I I think it's become too too long that he what he's twenty. No, you know he's twenty eight. Like, I don't old. know. It's
1: it's it's kind of like the LeBron thing where it's like at what point is it too much failure to put talent around me? I mean, yeah, they. <laughs> I don't think anybody would be
0: mad at Kemba Walker if he demanded a trade.
1: I wouldn't say he's ever going to demand. I would feel I don't. He doesn't seem like that type of guy. I can't really Kemba Walker. I can never really see his like, getting mad about anything?
0: Maybe not, but... He seems like the type of guy to just just go with with the flow. Hey, I kind of want to see... What kind of contract is he on? Do you have any idea?
1: It's reasonable, I know that. It's not... I mean,
0: as far as how many years left?
1: Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but I am currently scrolling through his Wikipedia
0: page. Kemba Walker contract. Oh, he's an unrestricted free agent next year.
1: So it means he either opted into his contract last season, or he turned it down.
0: Because he to signed his deal in twenty fourteen, he signed a four year deal.
1: Yeah, so he has an opt out after the fourth year, which would be this year.
0: If I'm Kemba Walker, I opt out and I, I find somewhere else to play. it's been four years and they haven't done anything. I mean, think about it. They took Michael Kidd Gilchrist as the second
1: pick in 2012, and that in and of itself is a disappointment. Imagine Kemba Walker next to Bradley Beal instead. Just think about how much of a difference that would make in the NBA. Oh, be or, crazy. Even, or even they could have taken Andre Drummond or Anybody Damian Lillard. Passed. Think um, about it. Think about a Damian Lillard and Kemba
0: Walker backcourt. That would be insane.
1: So that's what I'm saying is like I, I don't think Kemba's the type of guy to rock the boat, but if I don't he's know given Kemba. I would rock the boat, bro.
0: <laughs> if he's given the opportunity as a free agent, I'm I would absolutely take jump it. jump ship.
1: And okay, so following that, is Michael Jordan a bad owner?
0: Um, is I he... don't know how much the owner has to do with.
1: Well, they kind of oversee a lot of the operations, especially draft picks and stuff like that. Um,
0: I don't think he's ever of, been known as a good owner.
1: Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Every time I see him on the bench, and he always looks so sad that the <laughs> Hornets are terrible.
0: Um, um, yeah, but that, you know, if you want to build a better team, then get to work and figure out ways to build a better team.
1: No, I agree. Um Let me, let's play a quick game of hot or not, updated, not hot or not, um, real or not real, sorry. All right. Um, You know, updated 2.0. Yeah.
0: Milwaukee Bucks, real or not real. Yes. The real as can be, man. I know that my Celtics beat them. Yep. Um, I don't even know if they had Giannis in that game, but. They did, rightfully so. Aaron Baines locked him down. Um, Weird Never would have thought that would
1: have happened I told you though Remember when we oh. had this discussion about What type of player is best To guard Giannis A guard or uh, forward It's a big
0: boy You stay in that paint and make boy. him shoot Big
1: Aaron Baines
0: Aaron Baines is um, they, one of
1: the best centers in the league Hot take Hot, Hot take I will
0: never agree with that statement ever anyway, Aaron Baines um, might not be a bucket But he's on defense, that's all I can say, man. If I'm um, the Celtics and Aaron Baines is in a contract here, I'm back up the Brinks truck. That's what I'm doing, baby.
1: <laughs> okay, um, as we are legitimately recording this right now, um, the two teams we just talked about, the Sacramento Kings and the Milwaukee Bucks, Yeah, um, uh, they just finished off. their game. They just played.
0: Yeah, and Milwaukee the crushed them.
1: Scored 144 points.
0: Look. Giannis Antetokounmpo as the MVP is a very real possibility. I don't care what you say. I don't. I would be very surprised if he's not top three.
1: Oh, he'll definitely be top three. I think AD is up there as well. Um, I think LeBron has to be there, even if his team's not doing too well. Um, but. Back to what we were talking about. So you think the Milwaukee is definitely real?
0: Yeah. I mean, you've got what I consider to be the best player in the game. Um, You've got a nice point guard. You've got Chris Middleton playing really well.
1: I wouldn't consider Eric Bledsoe a nice point guard.
0: He's a good player. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. For all of
0: his problems, he's a very good point guard.
1: A very solid one assist
0: tonight. Great, great performance. How many points did he put up? Seventeen. That's not bad. That's what I'm saying. He's a nice addition to your team, Jabari Parker. Very good player.
1: You want to hear a funny stat line? <laughs> what? from this game? So Brooke Lopez played 19 minutes, right? Yeah. He uh he had two field goals on nine. Oh shot my attempts. god! They
0: don't even. <laughs> he doesn't. Need, Jabari Parker doesn't play for the Bucks anymore. Yeah, he I plays for, like, for the Bulls. Beautiful. I didn't didn't make that connection either.
1: But anyway. Um, Brooke Lopez shot nine times. Can you guess how many of those were threes? Oh, and they have Brooke Lopez. You didn't answer my question. Six. Out of his nine shot attempts were threes. Yeah. All nine, all were nine were threes. The only shots he took in 19 minutes were three pointers and he took nine of them. Did he make any? He made two, two of nine. <laughs> That's 22%.
0: That's terrible.
1: It is garbage.
0: Look, dude. I think honestly they are real, and I'll, the main reason is that it's kind of becoming like a LeBron thing. I think it's any team that Giannis that has, Giannis is on, it. is a competitor.
1: I think it's a little too early to ever, to say that, but right. I might, definitely see where you're not coming be from. Winning
0: this year, but
1: I see where you're coming from. They're real. They're partially real. They're like they're like seventy. They're like like eighty-five percent real. They're like they like, like the eighty-five percent dark chocolate. Like it's not entirely dark chocolate. It's like it's not, it's not entirely there. It's not fully real, but it's like, yeah, it's almost
0: there. It tastes like it. This it analogy seems like is it. terrible. Also, I, I didn't know. know Chris Middleton was a YouTuber. He's a what? vlogger.
1: Since when? Chris Middleton is just all around like an incredible. I'm really a big fan of Chris Middleton.
0: He's a, I, he's a good I, dude.
1: I, uh, I stand Chris Middleton. Good player. Good guy. Can't really go wrong. All right,
0: hit me with some more real or not real.
1: Um the Toronto Raptors. Yeah,
0: very real. Still
1: real? Still, Still real. real?
0: I don't I haven't seen any change. I haven't seen Kawhi get injured, which is good. I mean, I'm, you know, as a Celtics fan, I wouldn't be unhappy if he had to sit out the rest of the season, but um <laughs> provided that doesn't happen, they're a very real team. The
1: Oklahoma City Thunder bouncing back.
0: Yeah, I'm looking Rio at the stat Are line Third this way? lowest assist average. Is that real?
1: Yeah, I was doing some random, you know, procrastination during class. Yeah. And I found out that uh, the Thunder have the third lowest assist percentage, Here's while even
0: during this stretch. I don't think that like they have enough team chemistry to be anywhere but like six to eight seed. You don't think that
1: even having Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Stephen Adams all and Terrence Ferguson and Patrick Pat their entire starting is the exact same? You tell me they don't have enough.
0: I don't think they're they're happy playing with each other. I think Russ and Paul George are trying to fake it. Um, well,
1: yeah, there was a quote from Paul George that said like he had like a bad shooting game or something, and he said, "Well, that's why I have one of the baddest MFs out there." Um, on the court with me, uh, he was obviously relating to Bruce Westbrook. So you think that's just a front, though?
0: No, I don't think it's a front. I think it's just it. It could be fractured pretty easily once they start losing. If they start losing again, so you or think if it's, they like, start it's like it's like coming in with a record of like forty and forty.
1: So you'd say it's like high ceiling, low floor for them emotionally.
0: Yeah, I think. they're either all gonna be really happy or they're gonna be really sad. Works. And if their chemistry doesn't work, I think the team will look completely different in the next few years.
1: So, let me ask you a follow-up. Is, is that style of having very little assists, um, is that – like, can you do that in today's no, NBA?
0: because that's like the, – Well, the I mean, they biggest, did win, but – You can win, but the biggest example I've ever seen of that was Carmelo Anthony and the New York Knicks. It was okay. just, give your star player the ball and l- let him score. And it it just doesn't work if you have five guys who can score and pass the ball and want to pass the ball versus kind of knowing where the ball is going to be at all times when, you know, your star player is like, give me the fucking ball. It's like, all right, well, it's just, yeah. it's not sustainable.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, I, I get where you're coming from entirely. Um, it just, I don't know. There's we've no seen teams, I in team, you know what I we've mean? Seen, we've seen teams succeed that way. I mean, surface level. Um,
0: but... I yeah, think if no. you're going to run a team like that, you need to have the exact pieces around that complement no, that person.
1: I agree. Whoever that person may be. I agree. It's tough to do. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I ended up looking at the... Thunder roster right now, um, but did you happen to see their new city uniforms? I
0: haven't seen them.
1: Have, there are a couple of teams put out some new city uniforms. I, I know the Nuggets
0: did as well. Um, it's like a white jersey. Did you see the Celtics got leaked to Dick Sporting Goods? They got what? They got leaked at Dick Sporting Goods. Dick Sporting the Goods jersey just had did? them for sale. Yeah.
1: Oh, jeez. I I don't think that's a leak. I think that's entire. That's just incompetence. It really is, yeah. Um, but I—I I heard you clicking. So, did you find these uniforms I'm talking about? I did. I—I don't—I
0: don't know about them.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I'm a fan of the the Timberwolves Timber looks like ones. A ice cream company or something. It does. It's very too vibrant. They're trying a little too hard. Yeah. Um, it's got little like plus signs on the side. I don't know if you can see them. Yeah, I don't like um, that. But the Timberwolves put out some new ones as well. The throwback uniforms that Are Derek they Rose uh,
0: wore—pink and black.
1: That is one of them, yes. But that, more specifically, I was talking about the Kevin Garnett era one. That
0: oh yes, I did. They wore during.
1: I like those a lot. Um, I've always been a big fan of those. Um, But uh, I think Miami's putting out some new
0: ones as well. The black versi black version of the Vice jerseys. It's gonna be nice around Christmas time. I'll tell you that much.
1: Didn't they not? They didn't wear any Christmas uniforms last year, though.
0: I'm not even talking about Chris. I'm just saying, you know, kids getting gifts. These are going to be. Oh, cool, true. Cool
1: yeah, gifts. I remember what we used to do that all the time. That was like,
0: we like used to 80%, love getting eighty percent,
1: 80 percent of our Christmas was just jerseys. Yep. Uh,
0: what a time. I don't have any of them anymore. I have like fourteen. Well, you probably took all mine
1: when you gave them to me. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. I do just we're coming up on an hour here. You wanna um, wrap it up? I wanna wrap it up. I wanna just touch on one last thing because I do think that Go ahead. Um just the Clay fourteen threes and Derek Rose's fifty points, both incredible um, you know, individual achievements. But during Derek Rose's he took combined six hundred and ninety-three dribbles. Clay took fifty-six. He also had a combined like it was like eighty seconds of holding how the ball. How on
0: earth do they keep track of those stats?
1: Yeah, I've always wondered that. Like, do they just have one guy who's just sitting there counting the like one, I two, think
0: three, it, four, 692, ninety two, <laughs> six hundred and ninety
1: three? I think I don't I don't I have no basis to back this on. Um but do you know how they um they used to have those things in the jerseys that would like track player movement? Yeah. Maybe that has something to do with it um maybe they can just tell by how close the ball is to the pl- i have no idea maybe they do have one person who counts it um but the stats like that it's it's really interesting to see you know two players both can score 50 points um i mean dude that's in totally like, different we talk ways. about
0: this trend of the nba trending toward the three point and you know that's that's why I mean, they put up relatively the same amount of points. One dude had to work way harder.
1: Exactly. And I think Clay Thompson. This dude was
0: out of breath. He was crying at the end. I mean, well that you know, had for that was because he was playing hard. He but. was he was done. He played his heart out for fifty points. And Clay Thompson did it in twenty six minutes and sat down with probably the easiest game of the season for him.
1: So let me follow that up where where does realistically we are now 100 years in the future yeah, the NBA is over. there is no more NBA. What is the all-time record for three pointers made in the game? How high can this go?
0: um well, look at Clay Thompson hitting he hit 14. 10
1: in the like first quarter
0: yeah, 14 in 26 minutes, right? Yeah there's 48 in the game. So you're saying, op,
1: like theory, well, what is that quick math? Uh, I'm 14 thinking and 30. 18 minutes, you said? You said you could hit 30 in a game. Yeah. I'm going to go a little bit lower, somewhere in the range of 24, 22, 24. I don't think you can get to 30 just because you'd have to be legitimately
0: on fire. No, and after I a, think you just I have know. to jack a lot more shots.
1: I mean, yes, but after a certain point, like I, there was some people after the 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 game when they were like, if I'm the Chicago Bulls, at certain point, I'm just going to like deck this kid. You know, or if I'm he just going to put pull three
0: up. people on him.
1: Yeah, there's got to be a certain point where you just you have to send it a message. It can't be that like, easy
0: for him to just get open. and I exactly, mean, that's, that's why I don't think you can like get to the, 30, I but. call it like the J.J. Redick flaw that it's like if he's not coming off of screens, he's completely ineffective. Yeah, so it's like Um, at some point they got to just figure out, especially for people like that. When you look at like a Steph Curry who can create in different ways, it's different. But when you're, I mean,
1: I think Clay can create, but I think that's his main thing
0: is the pull up three. No, I agree. Um, catch and shoot three. Yeah, catch and catch and shoot. So, pump fake when when defenses start to boom. boom, 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 boom. what it? What did he do? What he? Was it like um something? Just like oh yeah, how many times did he do it? 14.
1: fourteen. I'm cutting all of these out just so we know.
0: He just buried them.
1: We should we should do a live stream um, yeah. <laughs> viewing and then just every time that happens. Um, but I, another thing about it was like. Steph, when you watched him right before he hit, like even when he broke the record, he was all happy for him and stuff. So when you have a team like teammate like that, that's like, you know, I don't think Russ would be, you know, happy to do if he was in that position to lose his own record as much as Steph is. And so that's where I get the unbeatable complex. Yeah,
0: because then it's like Steph in his head is like, "Oh, I'll beat it tomorrow."
1: Yeah, and it, there's nothing
0: you can do about that. <laughs> so to conclude, the NBA is not fun because of the, the Golden Warriors are Warriors. too good. They average four more points per game than all other teams. Just straight up not fun. Not fun. I, I so mean, the, we got to I'm wait a, a few years before it is fun again.
1: Yep. So we will see you in a couple of years. <laughs> Podcast number six will be in 2024. Yeah which I assume is when this will be over. We can end my disparity toward the NBA. I mean, that's six years. I
0: mean, 2023.
1: That's fine. Fair. I'm cool with it at the end of the 2023 season.
0: But for now, we will see you next week. And we hope that you enjoyed
1: this episode. If you did, please rate us on iTunes and give us us a like and comment on SoundCloud. Um, Yeah. And on Twitter.
0: Yeah. We will plug
1: our Twitters again. Yes.
0: Um, if you want to do that, yeah. At Ben's been dead, go ahead and throw me a follow,
1: and at Miles Thompson two four. Uh, please follow us if you are not our mother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if, but uh, hello, mom. If you are, our <laughs> but yeah.
1: If you made it to the end of this, hi, mom. We love you.
0: Um. So yeah, we will see you next week. Alrighty, good talking. Alrighty. Adios. Bye. Here we go.